Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Happy Friday, Raider Nation. Scott Goldbranson, silver and black today. Little Raider rant for this Friday. Just want to get everybody updated on the game coming up Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. We thank you for joining us as always. Hope you're heading into the weekend feeling good. Feeling good about this team getting out of this kind of malaise they've been in. Going to Tennessee, I see a lot of folks on my timeline thinking, boy, this is this is the time they put it together. I don't disagree. I think the Raiders will play better. I think they have not been playing as good as that roster is. We've talked about that uh, with myself and my partner, Mo Moten, all week and on the show. And you guys, I think, are starting to get that sense. But I will I will say this. I've seen some of you say, hey, it's going to be, this is great, this is favorable, blah, 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 because they're going on the road against Tennessee, who's banged up. And struggling a little bit, you saw what happened to Buffalo. The Raiders are not Buffalo. They are not at that level. Let's just face that, okay? But I will say this. If the Raiders can control Derrick Henry offensively, then uh, that improves their chances greatly. And so it's good to see some optimism growing out there. I know that if uh, if the Raiders don't win on Sunday, we're going to be in a whole different place. But but I, I really do. I'm not, I'm not just trying to pander, I think the Raiders are going to perform better. I think Derek Carr comes out of his slumber, if you will, this week. So we'll see how that goes. I think a lot of that depends. But I want to go over the injury report that we got yesterday. And of course, we'll get another one today. But some really concerning things here. The Titans have a ton of injuries. We'll talk about that in a second. But the Raiders do as well. We know some of the the players that we've been talking about. For example, right tackle Jermaine Illuminor, who's had a hip injury, was limited on Wednesday. But he was a full participant yesterday on Thursday. That's a good thing. Neil Farrell Jr., the defensive tackle. The Raiders are not are not uh, deep inside on defense. Shoulder uh, discomfort of some sort. Uh, he has not practiced all week. Did not practice yesterday on Thursday. Andre James, good news, back at practice in a limited fashion on Thursday. I still think we'll probably see Dylan Parham at center, but it's good to see Andre James back on the practice field in Henderson for the Raiders. Chandler Jones, second day in a row. Uh, Actually, there's no listing for Chandler Jones. He was out 
uh, for kind of a, a veteran day on Wednesday. And then Thursday, he wasn't listed. So he's basically not listed as a participant or not participating. <laughs> I don't get that one. So uh, apparently the disappearing act of Chandler Jones continues in a different way. Trayvon Mooring, of course, out again. Uh, Bilal Nichols with that shoulder was back at practice, too, in a limited uh, role, and so easing back into it as they do during the regular season. So we'll see if Bilal Nichols, he needs to have a big game. Mo and I talked about that yesterday on the show, and you got to have that inside presence. you got to have it. And Bilal Nichols was a big signing for this team uh, in the middle there, and he's got to show something there, but he's banged up, but back at practice yesterday, which is a good thing. Now here's the one that concerns me the most, and that is Denzel Perryman still out with that ankle. And if you saw yesterday uh, with, with uh, the, the reports going around about the Raiders and what they're doing uh, to bring in uh, what Martinez at, at linebacker, of course, uh, Blake Martinez, who played for the Giants, very familiar, has played for Patrick Graham in the past. He was supposed to be in today for a visit. I don't think that means he plays on Sunday if they sign him. But that, to me, means that they are concerned with the long-term prospects of getting Denzel Perryman, who's an important guy on this defense. That veteran did so well, leading tackler in the NFL last year. I mean, geez, you know, not having him in there is not good for this team. And so uh, they're checking out Blake Martinez, and I think that's not a good sign for Denzel Perryman. Hunter Renfro with that concussion still has not participated. He is in the protocol Hopefully we get an update on Friday. We probably will not know. My guess is Hunter Renfro might not be ready to go for Sunday. And, you know, we wish him the best and hope he feels better. Uh, when it comes to head injuries, rest is the best thing. doesn't matter how big of a game it is. got to make sure that brain is doing okay. So we send out our best to Hunter Renfro. Jacob Johnson, the fullback out uh, on Wednesday, is back on Thursday in a limited fashion. He's got a hamstring issue. And then Josh Jacobs. Wasn't listed on Wednesday as a issue with uh, with an injury, but he did not participate in practice yesterday with an illness. In the age of COVID, you got to wonder if that's it. Although I, there's a COVID list still, I think in the NFL. So Josh Jacobs might have just had the flu. He might have had bad food. Who knows? But we hope to hear later today on Josh Jacobs and what's going on there. So that's the rundown of the Raiders' injuries. And and again. Not exactly. That list grew. Remember how it was zero to start the season? Uh, as, as expected, once you roll into the rigors of an NFL regular season, it starts to grow, and it has. But good news with James, good news with Bilal Nichols, good news with Jacob Johnson, and, of course, with Jermaine Illuminor. So we'll see how that all works out. The Titans, on the other hand, having some problems, uh, and they have Danico Autry, back at practice, uh, but banged up. Traylon Burks, the young wide receiver, banged up back at practice. Zach Cunningham, the linebacker, he was limited. And uh, most importantly, Taylor Luan, the tackle for the Titans, did not participate again, nor did Ola Adini, uh, who is an outside linebacker for them as well. So, so they got their own share of injuries, and so we'll have to see how that all works out. But, uh, you know, that, that, that's going to factor into this game a bit, too. So we have to watch uh, what the Raiders are going to do and how those injuries will have an impact at all on this game. We'll see how that all, all that runs out. But uh, anyway, that's, that's kind of a rundown of where we're at with injuries. 
And then I, you know, I wanted to talk about the, the whole idea of where this team is at because I see so much, so many people disappointed, and I understand that. And I'm not saying that you don't expect excellence from this team because this, this team, they went out, they've made long-term commitments to, to veterans on this team, and so I understand the expectations are very high. And as Mo and I said throughout the offseason, you can have high expectations, but they have to be realistic as well. Now, 0-2 to me, <laughs> to expect this team not to be 0-2 is not unrealistic. It should not be 0-2. We know this. Um, the Charger game, you know, Mo picked picked the Chargers in that game. Anyway, I did not. I thought the Raiders would actually win that, and that would be a big game to kind of set the tone for this team. But it didn't happen, right? The Cardinal loss was a bad one because of how it all unfolded. And it's interesting. I saw one Raider fan tweet about this and said, listen, it's not that we are overly negative. It's kind of Pavlovian. This is my, my friend Ed Marshall up in Alaska, I think, is the one who said this. It's sort of Pavlovian because we're so used to this team and having excitement around them, and then suddenly the wheels fall off. And for a lot of Raider fans in the last 25, 30 years, it feels like that again. It feels like, well, God, we had so much excited coach, GM, defensive end, uh, uh, wide receiver and Devontae Adams, all this stuff going, and then boom, two games in and where are we at? We're back where we always are. So, so I get it. It's, it's sort of like a, a, a not, and, and again, not to belittle, not to... I should say, not to minimize the effects of real PTSD, but it's like a PTSD. Everybody's used to the negative. And so when challenges pop up, then you get really negative. And so I'm seeing some of that, although as the week has gone on, the excitement of the next game seems to be taking over a little more, and I think that that's a good thing, right? I think that's a really good thing. And you should. Look, if they go out and, and, and blow another game, okay, then you got some serious considerations. But as Mo said, and I wasn't necessarily in agreement with him on Tuesday's show when he talked about the fact that they're 0-2 and they still have plenty of time. And they do. They have, they have 15 more games, folks, right? 15 more games. I look at the data and it says 0-2, 14-team playoff format, never been done, never made the playoffs. But there's always a first time. There's always a first time. And I think that things have changed significantly. So if this team can go out and run Tennessee out of Nissan Stadium, I think it's still called Nissan Stadium at least, then, then you're looking at something. You just got to get that positive. It doesn't matter if you're in your workplace, you're at home with your family. You, know, you, you have challenges and you, you feel down. You feel downtrodden. All it takes is like one positive thing to happen. One positive thing to kind of get you over the hump, to get your mindset back to the positive okay so if the Raiders can do that Sunday against the Titans it can change everything literally change everything and I think that that starts to get the mindset in the building you can see there's some frustration that this stuff isn't clicking you got a new coach you got a new offense you got all that stuff but you need some. you need Derek Carr to lead you on the field okay so we got to see that this week we have to see the coaching staff do better. Now, they haven't talked a lot about their shortcomings, but we all know what they are. And so, so they got to do that. If they can do that, then 
you start to realize your full potential. This happens for people at work all the time. How many times do you have a team at work or a situation at work where things just aren't going well? And then you all get together and you say, okay, we're going we're gonna to diagnose this. We're going to work hard. We're going to find new ways of doing things so that we can improve. And then you see it happen. That's what has to happen. And, and I think a road trip, I said earlier in the week, I think a road trip is good for that. And I think the Raiders being on the road together, being away from Vegas, being away from their lives and focus on football in what is a, you know, a, a must-get game, as we're calling it, then, then suddenly things can maybe start to click into place. So, so we'll see. I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I, I don't think it's going to be easy. But all you got to do is win a game by one point. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Get to one and two so that you can get to two and two so you can get to three and two. You got the Broncos next week at home, followed by the Chiefs in Kansas City. That's a tough one, no matter how you look at that one. So you better be on a positive upswing heading to Kansas City in two weeks. And so it sets up nicely for the Raiders because if they can go on the road and beat the Titans this week, Get home, beat the Broncos at home. You're a winner, a two in a row. You erase the negativity of the 0-2 start. And then, and then, you have the opportunity to make a huge, huge statement in Kansas City. It's an uphill battle, folks. I'm sorry. It is to go, to go there and win. But if they're on a two-game winning streak after how they started and things are clicking for that offense and the defense is playing as well as it has in moments... You change it. You change the whole trajectory and the whole narrative, nationally at least, and amongst the fan base, amongst Raider Nation. You change that narrative right away. So it's one of those situations where the fate of this team could be determined by the next several weeks. And so that's, that's what we'll look at. That's what we'll, we'll talk about uh, as well as we move along. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, I'll give you some other thoughts about the game on Sunday and what to expect perhaps out of some of the Raiders' top talent. You're listening to Silver and Black today. This is Scott Branson. This is the Friday Rant, the Raider Rant. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, the Friday Raider Rant. Scott Branson with you. A big shout out to all of you from myself and, of course, my co-host, Mo Moten. Uh, he'll be back with us on Tuesday. And don't forget, by the way, after the game on Sunday, it's an early game for the West Coasters. 
Coasters. Isn't that what you put your drink on? So I shouldn't probably call you a West Coaster. For those of you on the West Coast, <laughs> uh, it's an early game for you, right? So, so you'll get the Raiders early in the morning, and then you got the rest of the day to enjoy the win, at least you hope, right? So, uh, but after the game, we are going to do our, our traditional and, and usual post-game show. We do it live. You can see it live on YouTube, and then you can also get the podcast here wherever you get your podcast. It goes up immediately once that show is done, so you get it after the game, too. So let it be one of your post-game rituals. Yes. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would appreciate that you do it. All you got to do is subscribe. If you click on the link in our Twitter handle, at SNB Today, whatever platform you're on, which we know from the data, 91% of you listen to us on an Apple device. That's our audience. So we know most of you are getting it off uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, but if you click on that link, it'll take you. doesn't matter if you're on an iPhone, if you're on an Android, if you're on your iPad, if you're on your computer, if you prefer a different provider like Stitcher or Spotify. We have a lot of Spotify listeners. You can get it there. So do us a favor, subscribe there. Also, if you would please... We're getting a lot of great feedback, uh, Mo and I are, about the show. If you can go give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help immensely. We appreciate that and certainly love to get your feedback. And uh, we do. We get a lot of feedback and the emails for our mailbag show, which is on Wednesday. So if you want to mail us questions uh, after the game about what happened, we'll answer them in the live chat on Sunday. But you can also send them to mail at silver and black today all spelled out silverandblacktoday.com mail at silverandblacktoday.com follow me on twitter at lv gully g-u-l-l-y you can also follow mo at m-o-e-m-o-t-o-n and a reminder we are an odyssey original podcast if you want to uh, listen to other nfl podcasts odyssey has a ton of them we have one for each team we are the official odyssey national podcast for the raiders and there are podcasts all over. So if you want to listen to the Titans podcast, if you want to listen to next week the Broncos podcast to kind of hear what they're talking about, you can do that as well. But we certainly appreciate you being back here. I talked about in the last segment uh, when we were going over the injury report, the fact that Denzel Perryman is still very concerning and out. And I mentioned, too, that the Raiders brought in or are bringing in uh, former uh, Giants linebacker Blake Martinez, who was a surprise cut just before the season started. And um, he is seven-year veteran, visited the Ravens on Tuesday, and then he's visiting the Raiders today. Now, the advantage there is that he played for Patrick Graham in New York. And, um, and so he also uh, played, yeah, they gave him a $30 million contract. I think he was there. And he also played in Green Bay with Patrick Graham. So there's a good chance, I think, unless the money is just way off, that Martinez could end up in the silver and black. And he is one of the NFL's most prolific tacklers. And fourth round pick, if you remember, and he had that four season kind of stretch where he had over 140 tackles a year. He led the NFL with 144 stops in 2017. And that was under Graham, remember? And he had a career-high five sacks uh, that year, or excuse me, in 2018. And um, he was injured a lot with the Giants, so he only had one really healthy season. And in that one healthy season with the Giants, he had 151 tackles uh, and three sacks. And so I think that this opportunity, the Raiders, um, um, to go get Blake Martinez, if he's fully healthy, here's a guy who knows the system, 
knows the coach. Uh, and yeah, he's not what he used to be, and there's some there's some injury uh, concerns there. But if Denzel Perryman is still out and going to be sidelined with this angle injury for more than a week or two, then I would go get him. I mean, I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, I like Blake Martinez, always have, and again, he struggled with the injuries, but. He knows he knows the coach, so I I hope the Raiders don't let him leave the building. I really today believe that if they can get him in there, then suddenly you're going to have a good situation, and that's a good stand-in uh, for Denzel Perryman. And then once Perryman's back, you might even you know you keep Martin, Martinez there, and you have some depth and a veteran on that group, which uh, I think the Raiders could continue to use help at defensive line inside of the tackle position, and then also at linebacker. So. Uh, we'll have to see how that all runs out. But but to me, I, I want to hear what you guys think. What do you think about Blake Martinez and coming in, especially with Perryman out? I think it's a good scenario for the Raiders because they they need the help. And uh, he can provide it. And if he can stay healthy, man, you might, you might get a little steal out of that. And that would be tremendous for this team looking for some more positive influence as well. One other thing I want to talk about was Mo and I both have taken a little bit of heat this week when we talk about uh, defensive end Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones has been a disappointment. Uh, we have other folks that are saying, well, no, he's not a disappointment. Look at, these, look at this film and look what he did here and look what he did here. No, no sorry. I'm not saying the guy hasn't made good plays. That's not, if, you, if you look at the film and you get to the micro level and say, well, look what he did on third down and two. You're missing the point. The point is not that Chandler Jones isn't doing some good things. The point is that Chandler Jones is making $17 million, and he was brought in to rush the passer. I know it's only two games. Okay, I got it. I got it. Doesn't mean he can't turn it around. But so far, the results have been disappointing. And if you take off fan-colored glasses and you look and say, hey, he's got a 51.2 overall grade by PFF, yeah, that's not good, okay? Now, is it just a situation where he's 32 past his prime and he's playing like it? I don't know. And if you look at what he's done, there's some good stuff there, okay? But at the same time, he's just not getting home. He's, he's, he's just not what they expected him to be. Let's face it, okay? Because you brought him in, you didn't bring him in to be a good, solid player who, who has a couple tackles and a couple of quarterback pressures. You brought him in to bring the quarterback down, along with Max Crosby. Max Crosby needs the help. This line needs the help. And so if he's not going to do that, then it's a disappointment. I mean, again, he's got solid stuff going on there. He's just not all put it together. Okay? And so he's got to be able to do it. You have to see more of those positive reps than you're seeing today. That's pretty simple. And again, if you listen to our show regularly, you know we're not overly negative. We, we don't attack people to attack people. We don't criticize somebody for clicks. We just don't do it. If you listen to us, you know that's the case. Okay? So if that's the case, we're just being honest with you. And they just need more out of Chandler Jones. Is this the week he turns it around? Taylor Luan, the, 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 the tackle for the, the, the Titans, who's probably going to be out this week, is a guy he's eaten up in the past. He had five sacks against him the last time they faced one another. 
or five sacks, excuse me, career-wise against him. But still, you'll have a backup in there. And so he's got an opportunity to get some some meals, if you will, this week and, and get to the quarterback, get to Ryan Tannehill. So we got to see that out of him. Just like we have to see Derek Carr play better, we have to see more out of Chandler Jones, who much is given, much is expected. So the narrative that he's doing fine, why do people say? No, he's not. He's not. Not for what he makes and what he was brought in for. Okay? If I'm brought in to do sales in a company and I don't sell anything, but I'm really good at motivating my team, that's all great. I'm a good manager, but I'm not producing. And I was paid to produce. So he's got to get in there and do that. So that's one of the things. That's one of my rants today uh, with some of you who are criticizing us for criticizing him. I just think you're wrong. And we can disagree to disagree, but showing film of a couple plays and a couple pressures is not worth $17 million, my friend. It's just not. Not. So... We'll see how it all runs down. Hopefully he turns around quickly. That would be great for the Raiders to get some pressure off the other end as well as get some inside Bilal Nichols if he can get healthy. We can see going on there. And if Martinez comes in to spell Perryman, who's injured, maybe maybe they start to put some more pressure in that defense. And maybe the defense doesn't have to play 52 plays a game because that offense stays on the field. I like to see, and I really, one of my picks to click this week is going to be Josh Jacobs. I think... I think, hopefully I'm not wrong, I think Josh McDaniels has learned that he's got to use Josh Jacobs more. You can't just use him in the first half or the first four series. He needs to use him throughout the game. On the road, they got to grind it out against these Tennessee Titans. They're going to be able to pass the ball, don't get me wrong. I think Adams, I think Waller, big days. Carr, big day. But I also think you need to have Josh Jacobs and those running backs have big days too. Balance it out. There's been a lack of balance. I'm okay with passer heavy, but when it's 78% of your downs, eh, maybe they're going to keep it that way too, but they just need to use the run more effectively. If they can use the run more effectively, then I think, boy, you have a great opportunity here to get out of Tennessee at 1-2, and two, going home to face the Broncos in a game you can really win and make a statement game before you play the Chiefs. So that's good. All right, well, we just wanted to get with you today for my Friday Silver and Black Today Raider rant. I hope you enjoyed it. If you disagree with me, let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter, at LVGully. You can also let Mo know, at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. We both write for SportsNot.com on the Raiders. I have my weekly Stocks Up, Stocks Down column. Take a look at that. Tell me what you think. Am I wrong? Am I right on who I pick there? Let me know. A couple of you told me I was wrong on Amik Robertson. You said he didn't play well. I disagree. I had one guy who said, what film are you on? I watched the film, and you're crazy. He missed. He was terrible. He was sloppy. I don't know what you're watching, dude. I really don't. I respect your opinion, but don't. <laughs> we watched the game. I watched the game from last week four times. So if I'm missing something, then, then maybe I'm hallucinating. I, I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, uh, check that out, uh, both of us on Sports. And, of course, Mo writes for Bleacher Report. Uh, on there, he writes about the Raiders, but he also writes more so about the NFL. He also has his betting column, which is out now. Take a look if you're wagering some money this weekend. He spends a lot of time on that one, a lot of hard work uh, with the staff at Bleacher Report. So check that out as well as his other NFL coverage, including fantasy coverage. By the way, I am 2-0 and in our fantasy league. Just win Wendy, some of the other guys, East Coast. They're all talking trash to me now. 
and I have not been gloating. And they, they tell me I'm gloating. I have not gloated once. So we'll talk about fantasy football. We didn't have time this week, but we'll talk about fantasy football on Tuesday and where we're at. Moe's 0-2. Kelly's 1-1, one and one, I believe. And we'll go down the, the, the roster <laughs> on Tuesday's show to let you know where the fantasy football's at. But anyway, check everything out. Also, make sure you check out the show SNB Today on Twitter. And we have a YouTube channel where we have our shows um, premiere and, and are there up on the channel. Silver and Black today. Just search that on YouTube. Hit subscribe and then hit the notifications bell. If you don't hit the notifications bell, you will not know when we go live or when we have new videos. If you do, YouTube will tell you proactively, hey, Scott and Mo are back. Scott and Murph are back because Murph joins me for the post. Oh, by the way, Murph will join us for the postgame show because the game, he lives in Tennessee. He lives in Nashville. So he's going to be at Nashville. They're doing a big tailgate party tomorrow or Sunday, excuse me, before the game there. You can check out uh, Raiders Fan Radio for details on that. And then he's going to join us live from Nissan Stadium with, I'm sure, a bunch of crazed Raider fans, hopefully happy Raider fans. So he'll join us. So join us right after the game. Usually we go on about 20 to 30 minutes after the Raiders game is over on Sunday. So Murph will be with me as well. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate the support. It's been overwhelming, and and we are just getting started. We're working hard to give you the best in Raider content, unfiltered and objective as possible. Yes, professionally. We don't curse all the time. We don't do all some other stuff, and that's fine. Like Some people like that, and that's cool. Our audience does not, and so we appreciate you guys for your passion for Raider Nation and your passion for the show. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today, the Friday Raider rant. We'll talk to everybody Sunday after the Raiders versus Titans. Take care and have a great weekend.